Oh, hem, hem, hem. Paid rent. And about that disagreement. End of the month already. February done. Shamaya. Chinese class postponed. Oh, there are some disadvantages of having online classes. And easy transcriptions with uh, YouTube. Finally uh, found a cheap way to do that. And then, I don't know, could I be a podcast voice? A podcast anchor? Hmm, interesting question. Maybe. Tuesday, February 28th, 2023. I'm Steven Sersky. Hope you guys are doing well. Wherever the world you are, Hong Kong, Beijing, Shanghai, Australia, Canada, Sweden, United States of America, the UK, Britain, or even if you're just spoofing your own IP address. Welcome. This here is my audio daily digest recorded from Beijing, China, in the apartment as I, as I, I, I sit by myself and I talk to myself in my apartment and I've decided a couple of years ago, you know what, I'm going to record this. And since then, I've been doing this. This is, this is what, we're getting into March already. In May of 2020, 2021, I started this podcast. And I started this podcast as a method to uh, promote my uh, May You Make Your Movie video challenge, which I was doing throughout the month of May back in 2021. Did I do that in 2020 as well? I couldn't, I can't remember. But what is important is that I started this daily podcast to help support that. And it wasn't until about last year sometime that I finally sort of um, settled on the 20-minute format uh, and doing sort of the daily yik yak and trying to keep it between 20 to 25 minutes because that it's, it's a good amount. If you have to download an MP3 file, which is where I hosted everything for a very long time, uh, but uh, people were telling me you should you should get on Spotify, so I finally got everything on Spotify and everything. Uh, but an MP3 file, if you're going to download it, 20 minutes. That's a decent length to you know wait for your your connection to like the download to to finish and everything, and most work breaks are about twenty minutes and I try to give you something to listen to when you are trying to forget about work. This is the water cooler conversation you don't have anymore because you work from home, or actually as a <laughs> I met another guy on the compound he's like what you still work from home I'm like yeah, my company will never go back to face-to-face meetings. Not going to happen. They save so much money by having us work from home and paying their utilities, paying their rent, paying their office supply fees as well. I mean, they provide me with a computer. Uh, they did offer a chair that would hurt my back, and I said, no, thanks, and that was it. But uh, anyway, this is not a bitch about your work podcast. This is a... Uh, how does it feel to rent an apartment in Beijing podcast? Because yesterday I did drop the uh, hint that I was having some issues with my Fandong. Fangdong. Fandong? Fandong. Fandong. Fang. Fangdong. Fang. Is it F-A-N-G? F-A-N-G. Fangdong. Yes, Fandong. Fangdong. F-A-N-G-D-O-N-G. That's your, uh, your landlord in Chinese. Now, this lady. I've been in the same apartment for a long time. Um, most, I would like to say that there are mostly no issues, but I think there are mostly no issues because I basically do not want to deal with them. There has been mold in the apartment, um, and I asked her to fix this, uh, years ago. She sent over, uh, one of the, uh, the compound working guys with a bunch of, 
uh, porcelain tiles. And she said, well, I'll pay for the porcelain tiles and you pay for the, the, the service fee. I'm like, okay, but like, this is you, your apartment. Why the hell am I paying for anything, right? Like, I, I'm the tenant. You, you're making scads of cash off me from this. And so anyway, the guy goes to work, doesn't treat the mold uh, at all, and he just plasters over it with these porcelain tiles. I'm like, that's one way to do it, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I really had the time, especially this was pre-COVID, so we were still moving around quite a bit and everything. And to be honest, like I, I had the apartment mostly as like a place to sort of store my stuff while I was out of out of town sort of thing. And it was a nice place and a nice compound to come back to uh, after a work trip. And I noticed that as a working traveler, as a person who was stationed in Beijing but was traveling all the time, there was a stark difference in terms of attitudes of the people who, uh, like, look forward to going back. Like, everyone looked forward to going back to Beijing. But the people who were just uh, trying to save as much money possible and living in the cheapest places, but they always had, like, issues with their apartments... It was, or they were moving apartments all the time is because they could never, they were trying to find cheap places to live that just didn't, that that weren't usually clean, to tell you the truth. And I'll tell you, I mean, it did take a while to find the apartment that I settled in, but I've been here for quite a while. Uh, I I look for a few things. I mean, the bathroom, although it was dirty, again, it had mold in it, uh, of course, but it wasn't bad. And honestly, I actually had to find an apartment when I I finally got this one. I was like, okay, getting to the point of like, I should just settle on an apartment because the other ones I looked at were even worse. (laughs) So out of all of those choices that I had, I was kind of like, just pick this one, settle the contract at, because uh, you got to work tomorrow, by the way, right? So that's how it sort of happened. Um, Not only that, as a traveler, as a backpacker, I've lived in some pretty shoddy places before. I actually... I, I don't know if the place that I lived in in Ukraine is still standing, to tell you the truth. It was in the city of Kharkov, uh, which has been bombed. Um, it was a clean apartment, very nice. First floor, uh, steel bars on the windows and everything. Uh, not a, People told me that it was kind of like a, a little bit of a rough neighborhood, but I never got that sense at all. I kind of got the sense that everyone was just sort of mind your own business, uh, don't bother anybody else sort of thing. And that's... Like, I never felt threatened in Ukraine, to, to make that, that certain. But in terms of quality of apartments, that was a good place to live. South Korea was a good place to live. That one was probably even better, to tell you the truth. Um, but here, I mean, this is the one that I've stayed the longest because the jobs, um, the, the compound, everything has just sort of clicked here a little bit better. And so I've stayed. But there have been issues along the way that I guess with, you know, rose-colored glasses I look at because, I'm like, I, you know... If I just ignore that, then it's not so bad. And one of the things that I keep ignoring is my landlord asking for rent way in advance of when it's supposed to be. So yesterday I was very upset with her because uh, she asked me for rent last Monday. Now the rent is due every three months in advance. So like I'm not in debt to her. Okay, not at all. I, I have to prepay my apartment for three months every three months it's cut up into four segments four payments and february is the shortest one because if there's only 28 days you know do the math whatever it doesn't matter but she asked me last monday for the rent i'm like what the hell i mean don't we have a contract so i ignored that message 
Then on Thursday, she messages me again. Well, can you pay early? I'm like, it's not the end of the month, first of all. I mean, I haven't received my income yet. What do you think? I'm just made of money. And I have heard this before, that a lot of these fangdongs, a lot of these landlords, when they get a foreigner tenant, they try to push it. They try it. Now, I don't know what it's like with the Chinese people. because I'm not Chinese. Uh, my girlfriend doesn't pay rent on her apartment. Not only that, a lot of the Chinese people that I know, they own the apartment. So I don't know how the bank deals with them. Right? Maybe the bank does go to them and like, if you don't give us money early, we're going to foreclose on your, your apartment. I don't know. Not only that, the other people that live around me, they all are short-term rentals. We're talking like the Lianjia, the Maituan, uh, people, not Maituan, the other one, Meitian. The, the uh, Maituan's the food delivery people. Maitian are the... Uh, rental the one of the rental agencies here in china and in, in beijing which means that they only rent the apartment like either on a daily basis weekly basis or monthly basis not where i have signed a contract for 12 months which honestly doesn't really mean to my mean much at all they'll, they'll violate this anyway they don't give they don't care not at all the horror stories i have heard of uh, of uh, landlords doing all sorts of wacky things and then showing up and kicking people out. I mean, it's it's bizarre. My landlord has not done that. She's been very quiet. She also has not been very sort of... Uh, she's never checked the apartment. Like, she has no idea what I've done here at all. She knows the rental agency on the first floor. And they see me. I see the lady, the, the mother, because she had a kid in the last couple of years. I see her. She says hi. The guy does not care who I am. He's kind of a bigger guy, has a bunch of tattoos, constantly smokes cigarettes out of his, uh, like, since the, uh, the apartment rental agency is on the first floor, he just sits outside the window or leans outside the window, smoking a cigarette on his cell phone sort of thing, doesn't even make eye contact with me. Even though he's the guy I normally have to go talk to if I have to deal with contracts and the lady's not there. He knows who I am. I know who he is. He won't talk to me. The lady, she'll talk to me. Talking about gender differences, nature, that nature or nurture, right there. I mean, it's class example of what's going, classic example of uh, the division of the genders. Anyway, anyway, this landlord, so she asked me, and this is not the first time she's done it. I was just, I'm, I'm getting tired of this. The uh, Not even during COVID, during COVID she did it. Like she did it even more during COVID. But it's just like every time that it's a rent month, rent month, it's like at the beginning of the month. Oh, there she is! Can you pay the month? Can you pay rent early? Can you pay rent early? Can you pay rent? Meanwhile, she's posting pictures of her travel through Europe. I'm like, WTF? How about this? You go fuck off, and I'll go waiting to get your money. How's that? First of all, your government doesn't allow payments biweekly, so I don't have any money anyway. Regardless of what you think of us foreigners. We don't just shit out gold. It doesn't happen. Like I know. I am disappointed too. I check the toilet every time. It's not happening. It's just not happening. No matter how healthy I eat, I ain't shitting gold bricks yet. And to tell you the truth, if I did, I'd probably even be I'd be more concerned than I am right now sort of thing. But anyway, so um, yeah, was not very happy with the, uh, the landlord. I finally uh, sent her uh, the money today and I was just like, I you're going to have to pay it anyway, right? Unless you want to shift apartments. And I'm like, oh, goodness. It gets me every single time. I just don't want to move. Then I got thinking, I'm like, well, wait a minute. 
what if you know things the the productions have been growing and i go well what if what if first of all it wouldn't be hard to find another apartment in the neighborhood i know this for a fact because i see them on, on it for rent all the time very similar apartments i wouldn't have to move far um the the rents would be very same other places might be smaller i mean if they were bigger then they'd be more expensive but if i did move where would I, could I move out to Tongzhou? The, the legendary Tongzhou suburb of Beijing. Super cheap, super huge apartments, but way far out there. <laughs> like, we're talking, you're not meeting people for drinks after work. I mean, it is, you plan your journey into the city if you live, into Tong, if you live in Tongzhou. I don't, I mean, hey, if you're trying to save money and you want a big place, like a big proper apartment, yeah, Tongzhou is your place. If you want to live within Beijing City proper, uh, then you're going to be paying six, seven thousand RMB, which is about twelve hundred Canadian, fifteen hundred Canadian per month, roughly a thousand dollars US per month to live within the fifth ring road, specifically the fourth ring road, uh, and that that will get you all of your sort of modern amenities within reach. So all your international hospitals and stuff like that and everything. Anyway. I know the other foreigners are going, yep, 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 the landlords. Yeah, you got to be careful. <laughs> and you do. It's just, oh, it's a pain in the ass. End of the month, end of February, my month off for creativity is over, even though I was dabbling with Nomad Sculpt. That's fine. Tomorrow, the beginning of March, can't believe it already. This starts like the next three months of creativity, which takes me into June, which takes me into July. And if you if you haven't subscribed to my newsletter, I actually I started a newsletter to sort of track all the other things, all the wonderful brilliance I, I spout on this podcast. I, I publish this every weekend. Uh, it's what's it called? Sersky's Word. There we go. Uh, I was going to say Stephen Sersky's newsletter, which you can search for and it pops up as well. Uh, that'll take you to my website. But um, uh, I was sort of telling you or explaining how the next three four months are all going to sort of collide into each other because starting in march i do this this challenge the apple march motion i call it march motion but it's using a program called apple motion which deals with a lot of uh computer graphics uh titles and transitions for final cut pro and like different sort of video editing things like that so i'm going to spend the next month working on this program april Last year, I tried to learn After Effects, Adobe After Effects, uh, within a month. It did not work. It failed. I think I got like three or four projects done total. Complete failure. And the reason why is because Adobe After Effects is a very complex program. It is um, it is high level. It's an industry standard. A lot of people use it. It's just that the learning curve is absolutely huge. And to tell you the truth, I think the program's horribly bloated. And it shouldn't be what it is anyway. But uh, that's my own personal opinion. And no doubt if people heard me say that, they'd be like, what are you trying to use it for? Animation? It's not built for animation. It is, but it isn't. The way that After Effects is like your Photoshop for videos. So if you know anything about like digital, like, uh, uh, sorry, not digital, photography manipulation. If you're dealing with any sort of tweaking, you know all those Instagram filters and stuff like that? Okay, that Instagram made those popular. Before that, 
you had to use a program like Photoshop to get that same feature. And in order to do that in Photoshop, required some sort of knowledge of how the colors work, shadows, exposure, highlights, blah, 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 blah. All of that junk is what After Effects does to videos. Not the whole thing, but like you put in clips, like we're talking three second clips of like lightning bolts, even though it was like a bright, shiny blue sky day and you want like, well, it wasn't bright and clear sky Beijing that day. It was dark and stormy. We need dark and stormy. Do that. That would That's what After Effects is for. You can kind of do that with motion. Not as well though. So After Effects is these type. It's a very difficult program to use. I've complained about it before because uh, you, you have to know all the keyboard shortcuts to uh, um, reveal all the hidden gems and the actual working features of the program. Uh, if you don't, then you're kind of like, what do I do next? <laughs> How do I import something? <laughs> so uh, the next uh, month, uh, throughout the month of March, I will be uh, posting to the May You Make Your Movie Instagram handle. That's the uh, my movie uh, sort of handle on Instagram. I will be creating a YouTube channel specifically for this as well uh, because I want to keep this stuff all separate from my, uh, my, my lovely, ever so enticing and exciting travel videos that I post, which really, if you ever look at it, you're going... Why did he post this? <laughs> I know. I get it. I get that, but that's kind of the funny part of it. It's like one of those really artistic art house European cinema uh, movies from like the 1980s, 1970s, where you're like, I want to understand this uh, because people talk about it. But I wonder if people talk about it because they were trying to understand it and they couldn't leave the screening room like is that what was happening whereas youtube you actually do have a chance to uh, leave the screening room at and at all and every time basically my main youtube channel think of like long extended uncomfortably long shots of just travel stuff like it's looking out the window the thing that you do naturally when you travel that's what i record Basically, I have this idea of just preserving the moment that is, the time that is, and I post that to YouTube. If anything, put it on a TV screen, get your beer, and then get your notepad and pen and just start jotting. If anything, that's what I kind of hope for uh, to accomplish with that sort of uh, that channel. But may you make your movie. This is creative. This is movie stuff. This is... um original animations and stuff like that so this one i'm going to try to put onto a a different channel starting this year chinese classes postponed ah yes okay so (laughs) was i did actually try to have chinese class today and i've been uh, over the weekend i was doing a couple of the uh uh workbook tests uh for this hsk5 level so i'm on the second book uh over the weekend i did what chapters 19 20 21 did i do 22 i can't remember i did three or four of these workbook tests horrible 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 51 percent, 42 percent, 48 percent. i must have done three because that's the last one last one i remember i am horribly feeling these things but it is making more sense it is making more sense despite the the scores and i'm listening i'm going where am i getting 
mixed up. Whereas before, it was a lot more guessing of what was going on. Here I'm kind of going, well, it can't be this, it can't be that. So it's one of these two, and then sometimes I guess wrong anyway. So, ha, <laughs> um, ha, anyway, keep on working at it. Steve, what's going on? Why are you doing so? It, it, a lot of it comes down to vocabulary, which I've been focusing on, reviewing the HSK-5 word list constantly. And the reason why is because I, I, I just don't know what they're saying. And they're speaking standard Putonghua, standard Mandarin Chinese. So it's not like it's an accent or anything else. There's no other excuse. It's simply, it's primarily a vocab issue that you have to be able to hear the sound and translate and understand what they're saying. No shit, Sherlock. Bravo, welcome to Introduction to Learning a Language 101, buddy. Okay, but now on an HSK, on a Chinese test, you go from the sound, you go from the translation, and now you got to look at the character. Well, which one is it? And that can trip you up. The one that got me lately was Jilu uh, Record. Well, they had another Jilu. And I was like, which one is it? Is it the one with the Silk Radical? Or is it the one with the, uh, uh, is it the Ren Radical? Or the, Sh- oh goodness, I can't remember. I'll t- but it was, we're talking uh, the difference of a Radical determined the correct answer. And I, and I, I had the correct one circled. And then later in the test, I saw it written. And I was like, oh, no, I got it wrong. So I went back to change it. And then when I checked the answers, my original selection was actually correct all along. Stephen, learn to copy better. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. Um, the reason for the class postponed today, uh, one of the reasons, I'm using italki, and I was supposed to have this um, writing class with this Chinese teacher today. And she chose to use the italki classroom, which it didn't work. And I've had problems with this before. This is not her fault. Uh, typically, we use Skype. And I don't know she was saying that she had problems with Skype today, even though Skype is not blocked in, in the mainland of China. Microsoft gave them everything. Um, but uh, italki classroom, terrible, horrible. Don't use it if you can. If you ever use italki, suggest another means of communication, like a, another means of um, classroom, either Skype or through Zoom, and then that way you can actually have the class rather than trying to figure out why the italki classroom is not working. Now, that being said, on the Android phone that I have, it doesn't work very well. The web-based browser seemed to work better for for the italki classroom. So if that works for you, great, awesome. I've had nothing but horrible experiences with the classroom. (laughs) So when she said we're using the classroom today, I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. It's just... It won't load. It just doesn't load. And if it does, then it doesn't update and it takes forever. Terrible. Transcription is done through YouTube. So this is something that I've talked about before, uh, trying to get uh, easy transcriptions done. I was thinking about using another program, but I've decided just since this is mostly for cutting up the videos and not necessarily for subtitles. I'm just going to start ripping them from Google, which just means I have to upload the videos to Google first. And since all the stuff, it's not like super sensitive. We're not talking like down with whoever, right? And who, who's the currently uh, unfavorable political figure? Let's call him down. Let's call him down or call her down or call them down. No, nothing like that. This is all like standard. I've already published this. This is public facing material anyway. I just need a 
a record of what is said at what point so I can go search the video feed. That's what I'm looking at doing. YouTube subtitles. If you're going to do this, upload your video to YouTube. Show transcript. It's underneath the, uh, the video feed there. Click at the top. Drag. Copy the whole thing to a text edit uh, uh, notepad or whatever it is. Copy, paste. Don't forget to save. There you go. Easy transcriptions. They're going to be terrible. You'll have to fix them if you're trying to publish them. But if you're just looking for a reference, they're perfect. Do you think I could be a podcast voice? Oh, this this is a tempting offer. I might just go uh, do some uh, emailing around just to see what I can find on this one. But um, apparently podcast voice uh, voices are in demand. And this is this one just sort of popped up today. It wasn't like a, I didn't go searching for it or anything. Uh, it's, I don't know. I, I'd say it's more of a joke to sort of apply just because I, I wouldn't I wouldn't think that it's possible to tell you the truth I don't see myself as a podcast voice but I'm going wait a minute Steve you have three what if like let's entertain the thought that someone offered you money for you talking up to yourself in your room would you take that we'll see how Kaluisia. I need to think about that for a little bit and would you? Would you take the chance to be a podcast voice? I'll let you think about that. Folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks very much for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes and tracks up on my website, stephenstersky.com. Have a good Tuesday. Have a good end of the month. Hope it's going well for you. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.